Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to the latest installment of Path to Abundant Living. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, we've got Scott Morrison and Matt Norman over at Morrison Norman Wealth Management joining us here today, and we're going to be diving into another great conversation, a really good one we've got on tap for you today. And before we bring them on, I kind of want to frame up today's conversation, because at the end of the, you know, the end of this, you're going to realize it's all about relationships today on the show. In fact, title of the episode, really seven steps to powerful professional relationships. So what am I talking about here? Well, the people you know in your life, they can play a big part in achieving the success that you desire. And that's in your life as well as in your business. Now, the contacts that you make, though, they can be important and valuable to your success, and you need to develop these powerful relationships and maintain those relationships over time with these contacts. So today, we're going to be exploring some different ways to make just that happen. So I'll frame up the you know first question over to you guys, but first and foremost, let's get you out here. <laughs> Matt, Scott, good to see you this morning. Matt, how are you doing? Hey, Ryan. Great to see you. Morning, Scott. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Ryan. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Absolutely. Sitting down to record this just a few days prior to Thanksgiving. A lot of good conversation here coming in the next few days, of course, at the uh, Thanksgiving holiday, but also good conversation here today on the show. Uh, Matt, let me throw the first question over to you. Uh, Matt, we all know that old cliche, it's not what you know, but who you know. And while it, it's not entirely true, there is a strong case that can be made that the relationships you make in your life can be absolutely vital to your success. Why don't you set the scene for us? What are your thoughts on this? Sure, Ryan. You know, we see that, you know, the powerful, like you were talking about earlier, the powerful professional relationships are often that foundation of tremendous success that multimillionaires and billionaires achieve. You know, highly successful and affluent people in our experience proved to be quite remarkable at both connecting interpersonally with other people on a professional level, but then also motivating those people to help them pursue their goals. Sure. So, so guys, what are you seeing then that these highly successful people, you know, those that you're interacting with regularly in your practice over, over at, you know, Morrison Norman Wealth Management, what are you seeing these highly you know, successful people, these affluent people actually doing to connect and maybe even motivate others along the way? Well, there's no, there's no magic action that makes it happen. Um, I mean, we tend to think that highly successful people just have it in their DNA and that, they, you know, when you watch them, they just have that personality. But when in actuality, what they really have is a passion for what they're doing. And uh, chances are there's something that really matters to you uh, if you're watching this because you're driven to succeed and you're looking for information to help you get there. So when you need to communicate that enthusiasm to other people around you, passion is really going to be the core of what you're doing because you're, you're really talking about trying to generate an excitement and a commitment in others for your continued success, whether it be in you, your business or, or your life. So demonstrating that passion and enthusiasm energizes other people around you. It often makes others want to align themselves uh, with you and, and your endeavors. So, you know, with thinking of it like a magnet, you know, it's just contagious. The more enthusiasm you can express in what you're doing, the more people are going to want to be around you and ask about what you're doing. So what is it about your business or your endeavors that you're, you're most passionate about? You know, think about that. Um, why are those the ones that you chose? And, and by doing that, 
you know, what enthusiastic message can you come up with that you can communicate to people uh, so that they may want to help you? Yeah, no, I like that magnet analogy there. It really can be, you know, an attraction to somebody who's just radiating that passion. I'm sure all of us are, can name a few of those people in our lives that just have that passion and you want to be around them. It is like that magnet. Um, but Matt, how do you then, you take that passion, right? And how do you go to, about the next step? And that's conveying it to others and then maybe getting others on board with that same passion that you're radiating. That's a great question. Great question, Ryan. You know, you, you have to engage in meaningful dialogue with them. And, you know, the, the self-made millionaires and billionaires tend to build strong relationships by engaging other entrepreneurs and professionals and other people connected to their businesses. You know, it, it, this is rather than demonstrating their own superiority, superiority, they engage in ways that are meant to foster trust and meaningful conversation. You know, ask yourself, when, when I'm in a professional situation, you know, it's a business meeting or maybe a negotiation, how much of the meeting is one-sided as opposed to free sharing of ideas and perspectives? And so for the very successful professionals, relationship building, it's not done to impress others. And it's instead, it's about helping other people help themselves. You know, so for example, be sure when, when you're in these interactions between you and others, it's a give and take conversations. It's getting people involved in the process in an effective way to build relationships. Make sure you're not, you know, sitting there waiting for your turn to talk. Make sure you're focused on the right topics. Conversations, conversations are ineffectual unless everyone is interested in what's being discussed. We've all been in those meetings or discussions where you can see people across the table, or maybe it's been yourself where you're like, you know, the eyes get a little glossed over. So make sure everyone's interested in, and make sure to learn about the other people. The better your understanding of the person or the people sitting across the table from you, the more you're going to be able to build powerful relationships. Matt, I like that you just mentioned though, that give and take part of a conversation. It is so important. And, and Scott, my next question I'll throw is kind of piggybacking on that, that give and take conversation. I would imagine that that should probably extend just, you know, beyond the conversations and, and into your actions as well. Your actions should be giving and taking. What are your thoughts on this? Well, we all know that phrase, uh, you know, do you walk the walk or just talk the talk? Uh, so that that's where this kind of comes into play because one of the best ways and most powerful relationships you're going to have are with people who accomplish their primary goals because of something you might have helped them do. And by understanding uh, how important those priorities are to them and to helping them achieve their goals, they're going to feel a sense of reciprocity to kind of help you uh, with your own endeavors. So it's, again, it's like Matt said, it's that, that opportunity to really share with each other what each other's goals are. And uh, if there's some success on one side or the other, that you should expect uh, that somebody's going to feel like they really want to help you if they if they receive some help from you as well. So make a habit out of conversing with people about their goals and their objectives, and ask them periodically. It shouldn't just be a one-time only kind of thing. As often as you can see them, remember the things you talked about before that that really got their juices going, the things that they got excited about. And make sure that that's a part of your ongoing conversation, because then they know you were really listening and that you're excited about helping them, maybe even coming back to them with an idea 
um, based on some of the conversations you had prior. Uh, yes, Scott, I love that. Calling back to conversations that you've had prior to them really does show your, I, I really like that point you just made. Um, guys, so I, I can obviously see how that, that giving something and then getting something in return can be beneficial. It provides value to both sides. It's, it's enjoyable, frankly, for both. Are there any other ways, be, you know, of enlisting people for help or motivating them uh, to help you beyond just that idea of reciprocity? You know, Ryan, in situations that involve money, you know, profit is a, it's a major motivator, of course. So it's smart to focus on providing economic glue. And so your ability to help other people profit by doing what you need them to do can be extraordinarily potent way to motivate them. And it, and it ties back to helping them achieve their primary agenda, but with a concentration on building a cooperative professional relationship, one in which everyone involved benefits financially. So this is, again, it's commonly known as that economic glue. It binds the efforts of two or more people together. And so a question to answer is, are, how are our respective financial incentives aligned? And so once you understand this, you can take steps to make sure that everyone involved will, you know, involved with you in, in this relationship will profit because of this. Yeah, no, that's a very, very good point there. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody wants to see that profit. That's a lovely thing. And boy, can it strengthen a relationship. Guys, we're talking a lot about these these different things that we can be doing that is mutually beneficial and taking actions that are benefiting everyone. But I want to look at maybe the softer side of things here. Are there any softer elements? I keep coming back to that word, softer elements involved in creating these powerful, mutually beneficial relationships that need to be developed that maybe aren't so big and in your face. Any any quieter elements people should be considering? Well, we have to be talking about trust at this point. Uh, you need to foster a high degree of trust because it's instrumental in, those, in building those relationships that actually lead to results. It's one thing to share ideas, uh, but you know, do you have the integrity? Can I be, can I be believed? Am I honest? Am I reliable? Uh, you know, then being able to demonstrate that I'm also uh, capable, uh, that I have the skills to get, get it done and to help you achieve your goals. And then lastly, I think one of the most important things is to be responsive. Make sure you're timely. Um, if there's a conversation that implies some sort of action, that you're going to take that action and it's timely enough that it gives that person the trust that you're there, you're engaged, uh, and that you're, you know, you're commanding that relationship. So without trust, um, it, it's going to be a rough go, and it's going to be something where it's 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 easily uh, discernible. I mean, somebody's going to know when when you're not really engaged and whether or not you can be trusted. Yeah, I mean, it's vitally important in these conversations that you have with them and, and obviously in the foundation of that relationship over time. But gentlemen, I just said over time, trust is built over time, right? But is there anything we can be doing, let's say it's a newer relationship or you're trying to build and establish a new relationship with somebody that you think would really be mutually beneficial. Uh, is there anything you can be doing to move that process along a little quicker so that trust isn't built over, let's say, a decade? Sure, Ryan. You know, you know, I believe it's really important to show yourself as human, you know, someone with faults and, and vulnerabilities. So you, you want to bond with others over your imperfections. You know, no one is perfect or even great across the board. 
you know, there's this unwritten rule that you should only show strength all the time, no matter what. And, you know, I just disagree, you know, by sharing, you know, the, the, how imperfect we all are and where we're vulnerable, you can meaningful enhance the, the quality of your professional relationships and potentially generate, you know, better outcomes for you and your company. Uh, Javon McCormick is the CEO of Scribe Media and he talks about, you know, people talk about learning from our mistakes, learning from our mistakes. Well, if we don't share what those mistakes are, how can any of us learn? And so, you know, Mark Twain wrote, we're all ignorant. It's just in different areas. I don't like to think I'm ignorant. So we're all smart. It's just in different areas. And so uh, along those lines, you know, you don't, you don't want to come out though and say, oh, well, I'm completely incompetent in all these different areas. You know, it's about communicating that there are ways that we can benefit by helping each other and, and get help from other people. And this, this resonates with most people because we all need help, but we don't always admit it, you know, and some examples that come to mind, you know, apologizing when, you know, the business made a mistake that impacted another person or asking for help and advice to deal with a business situation, sharing a, a problem in your business and explaining that you're looking for different points of view, recognizing the contributions of other people, you know, that have led to your success, or being able to, you know, use that self-deprecating humor when you, you know, when you make an error or a mistake, you know, our imperfections humanize us and it helps create better and more trusting relationships. We're more likely to want to work with people who are highly driven and capable, but also have some humility and self-awareness. You know, that's a really, really good point. I, the self-awareness is is just so important. Uh, I mean, can't stress that enough in this day and age. And and Scott and Matt, you know, this, this whole conversation, it's really a good one. There's a lot of value to sink your teeth into if you're a business owner looking to develop those powerful and meaningful relationships. And as we're kind of getting you know, bringing our conversation to a head, it, it, it strikes me here that a lot of these steps, a lot of these ideas that you guys are throwing out here today, they aren't terribly complex by any means. And they don't require, let's say, a specialization or a degree to go about doing this. You know, these are things, actionable steps that we can begin implementing into our lives and our business and just the way we carry ourselves on a day-to-day -day basis. Scott, any final thoughts on this? Anything you want to, you know, uh, put in front of us to consider it before we uh, wrap up here today? Well, I think it's really about whether you have the want to. I mean, you, you just described that this isn't a, you know, a, a really complex uh, subject. It's really more about, do you have the desire and where does the desire come from? Uh, so that passion that we, you know, we alluded to early on uh, is something that's imperative. And if you have that, that, that sincere desire to help someone, uh, it's going to come through. They're, they're going to feel that passion. They're going to feel that energy. So, you know, you want to cultivate that in other people. You want them to do the same thing for you. Then there has to be that energy and it has to be there consistently. Uh, so anytime you're having interactions with your clients or your peers or your, your family even, um, you know, the successful people do that systematically. They do it consistently. It's just a part of their lives. Uh, it's not something that's just in their DNA or something of the part of their biology. Uh, so I think that if you if you go about life purposeful in the way of trying to build powerful relationships, um, you're gonna your success will be you know will be representative of that. So close the gap you know between knowing what to do and going out there and actually doing it. I think that's uh, a key element.
gentlemen, I know while you have a lot of clients and you work in this wealth management space, managing portfolios, you do a lot more beyond that. You know, it's conversations like these that you're having with your clients and how they can, you know, reinforce their business overall. At, at the end of the day, you are a trusted advisor to your clients. For anybody out there in our audience that, you know, they're sitting there and they're, they're thinking about today's conversation, these steps that they can be utilizing to build these powerful relationships. And let's say they just enjoyed the conversation. They took something away from it. What would be the best way they could reach out to you and your team to just open up a dialogue, whether it's about this topic or another topic related to wealth management in any way, shape or form? How could they get in touch with you and your team to just talk about what's on their mind? Well, the, the traditional way, Ryan, is with the phone. Uh, 517-333-7967 or the website morrisonnordman.com and like scott was saying and you were saying ryan is you know being purposeful and intentional in in all our relationships uh will go a long way Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, guys, look, I appreciate you carving some time out of your days to be with us here on the show. I know you got clients to serve. We'll let you get back to doing that. But again, appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday, and uh, we will see you back here on the next one. Happy Thanksgiving, Ryan. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Ryan. Have a great day. All right. Thank you, fellas. And hey, look, we want to take one final moment, as always, and thank you, our audience, for jumping aboard and being with us here on the show today. Again, if you did take something away from today's conversation and you learned something, you benefited from it in any way, go ahead and subscribe to the show on whichever platform you checked us out on today. That way you never miss out on a future conversation where Matt, Scott, and I are going to be unpacking different wealth management topics. You know, I've said this before in prior episodes. I'll continue to say it. We're really taking just the strategies, the solutions, the conversations that Matt and Scott are having with their clients regularly over at Morrison Norman Wealth management or bringing them right here to you guys on this show so by subscribing you'll never miss out on one of those future topics for matt for scott i'm ryan we're going to go ahead and say so long today but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on path to abundant living securities offered through securities america incorporated member finra sipc advisory services offered through securities america advisors Morrison, Norman & Associates and Securities America are separate entities. All investing involves risk, including the possible risk of principal. 